Hello. Oh, hi. People are going to think that my son only eats pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but he does, doesn't he? I mean, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to Do I Make You Uncomfortable? This is the teeny tiny episode. It's a teeny tiny little guy. It's just a little guy. It's a little guy. Um, we One of the things that some of our... Oh, I'm Sarah, by the way. I'm Morgan. One of the um, topics that our had suggested to us was um, since, you know, we have a history of ER nursing on top of our forensic nursing, um, was things that you found inside body cavities. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> Morgan, for whatever reason, does not have as much experience with this as I do. I <laughs> I, a lot of people have a lot of experience with it. Like, this happens quite often, I think, in yes. the ED. But I have never had anything in a body cavity. And I, maybe it's because, you know, five years versus 15 years. Um, but I have lots and lots of stories. So we decided instead of just doing, like, what you found inside of body cavities, we would do some of our other, like, favorite chief complaints and funny anecdotes from the ER yeah I'm and down. this is supposed to be a shorter episode I could probably talk to you for two hours about <laughs> this kind of I'm terrible though I have to say I'm terrible because I'll remember it in the moment but it's bleeding for me I like I don't hold on to that stuff and maybe that's healthy and maybe it's not but I just I don't remember I remember people and faces better than I remember chief complaints Oh, I'm real good at this. Okay. Apparently, this is my episode. Yeah, this is going to be an episode where you talk (laughs) way more than I do. And you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one that I'll never forget. Okay, do it. No, you go first because I don't have as many. (laughs) Okay. What do we do? We want to start with favorite chief complaints or favorite stories or or favorite body orifice? Well, how about this? What was your most uncomfortable chief complaint? Oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't get uncomfortable about things. That's very true. Okay, what was uh, your favorite then? Well, my favorite is always, there's there's two favorites that I have. Okay. Uh, one is spider bite. Because 98% of the time, it's not a spider bite. <laughs> it's an abscess. <laughs> Um, and my other one is abdominal pain because that's a lot of times where we figure out that you have something stuck inside of you. Okay. So those are my two favorite, like my two favorite chief complaints. What about yours? Uh, I think my favorite is penis problem. Cause you just never know what you're going to get or foreign body <laughs> or foreign body because it could yeah. be like a foreign body in the ear or like yeah. the nose or a different yeah. orifice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, both of those. <laughs> foreign body, foreign body, by far is like as soon as I see it pop up, like, on the screen, ooh, like, what do they have in there? I gotta try and figure out where it's at, <laughs> uh, what it is, <laughs> and why it's there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you go first. You start with a story, then. Okay, what's your best absolute- foreign body story? This is my absolute favorite foreign body story. Now, disclaimer, 
I've worked at five different hospitals. Well, five different companies, I guess I should say. I work for a health system right now that encompasses 16 hospitals. Um, But I have worked at five different hospitals. So don't even try and guess as to which hospital this is at. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) Because who knows? (laughs) So I had a, a gentleman check in. Um, and I was in triage one day and on the screen, the chief complaint said abdominal pain. This is why abdominal pain is my favorite. Um, and he came walking in and he was low fifties. I think you're 50 years old, you know, like lower fifties, maybe upper forties. Um, and he was in overalls and a camo baseball cap. He may or may not have been wearing a shirt. (laughs) <laughs> and that's just the picture you need to have of this person. Okay. I have a good one. <laughs> he sits down. Is that like the Louis Vuitton dress? Hey, yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, he sits down and I said, you know, we closed the door and everything. So I said, how long have you been having this abdominal pain? And he said, okay. So let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically, I was like. You're like, ooh, this is going to be good. Yes. Yeah, yes. He goes. Uh, I think there's a barbecue sauce bottle in my butt. I think. I know there's a bar of soap. But I think there's a barbecue sauce bottle in my butt. And as straight-faced as I could try and be, I said, did you consent to this barbecue sauce (laughs) bottle in your butt? And he said, yeah, yeah. We had a real crazy party last night. Things got out of hand. I know there's a bar of soap. Think there's a barbecue sauce bottle. I was like, okay. I wish you could see my face right now. (laughs) I've seen your face because I've seen that face every time I've told this story. (laughs) So uh, we got an x-ray and sure enough, you guys, there was a barbecue sauce bottle and a bar of soap. How? The barbecue sauce, but let's just talk about this too. I don't know how. Uh, it was a regular size barbecue sauce bottle. Was like he walking case. normally? Okay, I have so many questions. Yes, he was walking normally. How? I have no idea. <laughs> I would be penguin walking at this point. Um, it was uh, like in the shape of like a like a Casey masterpiece. I don't remember what brand it is, but what brand it was. Um, but it was like in the shape of a Casey masterpiece bottle. So, you know, like thick at the bottom comes to the, you know, neck of the bottle or whatever. And the bottom part of the bottle was in first. <gasps> How? That's where the, Again? That's where, the, that's where the bar of soap was sitting on top of that bottle. Maybe the bar of soap kind of lubricated it a little bit to get in there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So there's no judgment here, you guys. Like, whatever you want to do in your life. Yeah, for real. You do you, life. boo. Yeah, but you do that's you, boo. impressive. But that was impressive. Uh, we literally had to birth it. I we literally put him in stirrups. I'm sorry, they didn't take him to surgery. No. Also, how did it not perforate his rectum? It didn't. They took it uh, out in the ER. I am so impressed. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It was 
super impressive. Um, How am I going to go after that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. What, what, what do you want to talk about now, Morgan? Oh, well, I mean, mine was a penis problem. Oh, and it was. I got lots of those too. It... <laughs> I mean, not personally. Ninety nine problems, but <laughs> but a penis ain't one. <laughs> um. So it was like swollen. The patient describes it as swollen. Da da da. Um. And the resident at the time, I'll have to tell you who it was. Um. His initials are E S. So. At one point, he walks over, and I think I was floating that day, and so he says, I need the ring cutter. And I was like, okay, no problem. He's like, how how safe, safe is this if I get it close to a penis? And I was like, I need to know the story right Great. now. And I, I, I need you to give me some more information. <laughs> also, do you need help? And he's like, actually, yeah, I think I am going to need your help. And I was like, I'm on it. And so I got this. <laughs> I walk in. Okay. And there's two gentlemen sitting there. Oh. And he explains that this has been on there for three days. Oh, God bless America. And he thought maybe the swelling would just go down if he left it alone. It did not. So we tried to lubricate it and slide it off. That did not work. And we finally determine that we're going to have to use the ring cutter, right? Well, he gets the manual ring cutter first. And so I will, oh, I'll compare this God to like sakes. a can opener. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> That's exactly what it is. If you're old school, you have like this manual can opener, right? And I'm talking like the old school. The crank. The crank. The crank. old school crank. metal. Crank. All of it is metal. That is yes. what this ring cutter is. But we also have an electric ring cutter. So we start with the manual one and we're like cranking and cranking and cranking. And we're just not getting anywhere. And then we have to get the electric one. And you have to like scoop it up underneath the ring. The ring. Yeah. And then it's like. Zzz. And of course, we got. he's like, please don't cut me. Please don't cut me. Right, of course, every time. And it's this older gentleman, and his partner is sitting there, and uh, and so, I mean, it takes us a while. And at one point, I'm like pulling on both sides while he's cutting it, so that we can mm-hmm. open it just a little bit. And then eventually, we get it open just enough, and then we slide it under another part and cut off a piece of it, like a small piece of it, and then get. I think we pried it apart with, with some, right. some kind of other tool. And that's how we got it off. And I'll never forget the resident had it in his hand and he looked at the guy and goes, here's your cock ring back, sir. And he <laughs> dropped it in his hand. I looked at him and I was like, can I get you anything, sir? You? He's like, I feel so much better. Thank you so much. <laughs> We walk out and I looked at him. I was like, here's your cock ring, sir. That was your, here's your cock ring, sir. That's, Seriously. That's, that's what you're going to say? <laughs> nice. It was hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got two for you on that, on that level. Then. Oh, Lord. Okay. 
by the way, the reason I asked if it was titanium for those of you that don't know, is our ring cutters don't cut, cut, titanium. cut titanium. Yeah. Uh, diamond cutters will cut titanium, but like we don't really have that in the hospital. So just FYI, uh, if you're gonna get a cock ring, just make sure you have the right size. Not metal. Don't do metal. Do something don't that do is metal. rubber. Yeah, that you can cut off yourself. That you can cut, or that you can slide over swelling. That right. stretches. Those work yeah. just as well. Yes. No metal uh, around your penis. No metal around your penis, please. So, St. Patrick's Day. It's probably 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my goodness. That's an interesting time to have something like this happen. Right. Guy checks in. Uh, Him and his girlfriend are there. He has a titanium ring. (gasps) No. And he has his balls through it. Oh. <gasps> oh no okay so obviously um for those of you that aren't very well versed in cock rings <laughs> you, you you can't do that okay things get stuck real easy and they're not made they have some specifically made that you can put your balls into uh just fyi for your own you know information for later on oh my uh, gosh sarah so uh, he's already completely toasted because he's been drinking since eight o'clock that morning. When they he's got out some liquid courage on there, huh? Oh boy, oh boy, he was giggling the whole time, <laughs> just giggling. And I was like, "Honey, if you knew what was happening right now, you would not be giggling." <laughs> uh, so we, of course. Like, we knew it was titanium. We certainly tried our, our ring cutters. It didn't work. We had to call maintenance. <laughs> they brought down bolt cutters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you they walk in work. the room with bolt cutters? Oh, my yes! God. tried bolt cutters. Oh, my God. We tried it. It didn't work. They finally found somewhere in the hospital somebody had a diamond cutter of some sort I'm, I'm assuming it was or i don't remember where this was years ago so we finally got it cut off again he's still giggling the entire time and <laughs> uh i went to go discharge him and the physician we have um our discharge paperwork is all automated Um, so it like, you can type in specific things or like type in areas where you want to give specific instructions, but otherwise it's just generic instructions based off of whatever your complaint was. The physician at the time, which I'm not sure you even ever worked with this physician, uh, the physician. Female or male? Female. Uh, last name H. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. (laughs) She, She wrote. Uh, a very long explanation as to uh, why you needed to get a cock ring that fit properly and one that you could put your balls into. And next time that he decided to use a cock ring that he needed to go into Cirilla's, which is a sex store, used to be a sex store. Now it's like Priscilla's or something. Uh, You need to go into Cirilla's and talk to them about it first. 
before just using a cock ring without knowing about it. Oh, man. It was the best discharge instructions I've I ever I was seen. just getting ready to ask you, did you go over all of them with him? Absolutely. <laughs> highlighted it. I highlighted it. Was his girlfriend at the bedside the whole time? Yes. She's oh, giggling at this point. <laughs> now that now that danger is over. Danger, danger. Over. She's giggling now. Um, my second penis story. Good lord. Honestly, one of my favorite penis stories. Um, so we had a patient that got brought in uh by EMS. They were a transfer from a different hospital. And I've only really worked in, like, bigger hospitals. I've worked in one small hospital, but I've only worked in, like, bigger hospitals. So we got, we generally had a lot of transfers, no matter what hospital I've worked at. We have transfers in all the time from other smaller hospitals that don't have the capabilities that we had. And um, they were transferring this patient over for priapism. Um, now, for those of you that the- don't know what that is. Right, go ahead. It is an erection that has lasted longer than one should last. Right. So on the Viagra commercials, you'll see, like, if you have an erection lasting longer than three hours, please contact your doctor, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not always from that. Like, um, spinal cord injuries can cause it. Correct. um, And uh, sickle cell. Um, Yes. Sometimes people who have sickle cell can cause it. Um, and that was this gentleman's issue was he had sickle cell. Um, and so they wheel in and EMS has him on the cot. And the first, the first thing I knew that this was going to be a real good incident was he's sitting there and he has an ice bag, like laying on his abdomen. And I said to the EMS guy, the ice pack doesn't work very well if it's not actually on his penis. And the EMS guy said, it is. All right. Uh, The second part, (laughs) we go in there, we get him all transferred over, and um, we, you know, get everything to start to going. Um, The process for having a priapism reversed is barbaric. And I just feel like we have better ways nowadays, but we don't. Uh, they literally take two 60cc um, syringes and an 18-gauge needle and drain the blood after numbing it, but still. So uh, I called urology to let them know that the patient was there. And the urologist asked me, which is a very normal question to ask, uh, does he still have an erection? To which I replied, because I knew the, the urologist's resident at the time, and I knew he would love this. I replied, I'm not sure. I can't see past the telephone pole in the room. <laughs> so he started giggling, and he was like, yeah, right. We'll see when I get there. So I had all of his stuff together and everything, and he goes in to introduce himself to check things out and then come out. He closed the door. And leaned against it and looked at me and said, oh, my God, that is the largest dick I have ever seen. Oh, coming from a urologist. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. The worst and best part about it was his girlfriend was there with him. <laughs> so just thinking about like, oh, honey, how, th- how things happen. <laughs> um. Okay, I have a couple other stories. Okay. How much, how much longer do you want to go? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Have we gone? Like, it's been 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Okay. So a couple more stories. Um, this was not my patient, but I was there that day. Um, I walked into the soiled utility room to throw something away. And one of the nurses was standing in there with another nurse leaned over the counter. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to see what's happening here. Um, and they had pulled a Vicks vapor rub bottle, like one of the small ones out of a, a lady's vagina. Oh! And why? We're not, sure, we're not sure how long it had been. She had been on a bender. And we're not sure why. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's where that went. <gasps> and we're also not sure what was inside of it because it for sure was not Vicks Vapor. <laughs> no. No. We don't know what it was. We don't know what it was. Um... And then, okay, another story. Also not my patient, but um, I was there that day. We had a, a young girl. I, she was like 14 or 15. Came in. She was like kind of bloated. She was complaining of abdominal pain. And her mom. Oh, God. I already know what's going to happen. Keep going. No, you don't. Okay. You don't for sure. Okay. It's not what you think it is. Okay. Her mom came in demanding that we did a pregnancy test. Uh oh. Like, I know my daughter is pregnant. So, of course, we did a urine pregnancy test. It came back negative. She was like, no, we need a blood test. And the girl is complaining of like cramping abdominal pain that had been going on for I don't remember how long. So, she, um, so we did a blood test, too, uh, on top of other blood tests. And uh, her white blood cell count was elevated, but um, <coughs> nothing else. Like, negative pregnancy again. And so, and she's, like, crying in there. Like, Mom, I've never had sex before. I promise you I've never had sex before. And so then uh, we decide that we need to do a pelvic exam on her. And we're going to send her to... Um, ultrasound to try and figure out what's going on in her abdomen. They went to go do a pelvic exam and she had her hymen was completely covering her vaginal opening. Like completely sealed off her vaginal opening. What? Yes. So they didn't a CT on her instead of taking her to ultrasound. And then they rushed her to surgery to do a hymenectomy because she had started her period probably two years before. (gasps) So all of that bloating and all of that pain was backed up blood. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She ended up in the pediatric ICU. She was on the verge of sepsis. I was just going to ask. That's crazy. 
yes. And I, that mom had to have felt awful. I mean, good thing that that mom brought her in, but she was accusing her of having sex. And it's like, oh, ma'am, obviously she, this is the one time I can tell you 120%. <laughs> she has not had sex. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor baby girl. I know. I know. I felt so bad for her. Wow. Um, okay. One more foreign body and then we can call it quits. Okay. Cause I have to go to bed. I'm tired. Oh jeez! I know we're like you're eight past minutes my... from your alarm. No, my alarm went off an hour ago. <gasps> oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. So when I started um working at one of my hospitals, I had come from a different hospital, and um one of the nurses and I used to always joke with each other. We would look at X-rays and be like, "Oh, is that broken?" Um, and obviously we were not good at reading x-rays, like, unless it was massively broken, we couldn't really tell if it was broken or not. (laughs) So the hospital we were working at at the time, um, offered this class. It was like, you know, like a radiologist was up there, like showing us different ways to read x-rays and cat scans and things like that. Just a fun class. It was nothing, you know, you were actually supposed to learn. And, um, he showed the CT and he was like, uh, raise your hand if you can figure out what this is. And the CAT scan was um, from the top of the chest. And it was a chest and abdomen CAT scan. And he started scrolling through. And I immediately, like, we're still in the chest, barely scrolling. I shot my hand up real fast. And he was like, hold on, where do you work? And I said, ER. And he was like, you can't answer. And I was like, fine. So he scrolls all the way through chest (coughs) and abdomen. And nobody gets it. Nobody, nobody knows what it is. Uh, The nurse and I sitting there knew exactly what it was. Uh, And so he said, okay, ma'am, tell him what it is. And I said, it's a broomstick. (sighs) So. I had worked at this previous hospital. I had a patient come in by ambulance, laying face down on a cot with nothing sticking out of his bum except for the, um, like, straw (laughs) part of the broom. And it was, the broomstick was, it was a normal size broomstick, okay? So... (gasps) I said the scarecrow, except for, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So I said to him, how did this happen? And he said, I fell while I was in the shower. Sir, and I sir him, why did and you I, have your broom in the shower? Sir, why was your broom started, in the shower? I started laughing and I just said, you're going to have to come up with a better story before the next hospital. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we ended up transferring him to the next hospital that I ended up working at. And that was his CAT scan. And you could see the broom from the top part of the chest going all the way down through the abdomen. Um, He actually had impaled himself all the way. When he moved, um, you could see the the broom, uh, like the handle, moving in his chest like up by his shoulder. Um, 
And so, of course, we sent him off. Uh, we didn't have broom experts at the hospital I was at. <laughs> we had a lot of experts, but none in broomectomies. Oh, my um, gosh. I'm just thinking actually, about the surgery that it would take to get that thing. That is, that is like, that is like a whole collaborative effort. Yes. Yes. Uh, he actually, um, had a colostomy for a little while, yeah. but not for very long. Um, and that's the only, um, organ that was injured at all. What? He missed everything else. Did he just perf his bowel one in one place? One place. No way. Yep. I mean, everything else just kind of like, it's like a no way. And it just, the seas parted. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a lucky SOB. Oh my gosh. Still to this day, I have no idea how the broom ended up that way. Because uh, I even, in my very, like, I wasn't a forensic nurse yet. Um, what if he really my... did fall in the shower? From 20 feet up. There's no way. There is physically no way. Man. Yeah. I and, uh, wasn't a forensic nurse yet, but I literally got like down on his level and looked at him and was like, somebody do this to you. It meaning to harm you. And he was like, no. Like that was a crazy question. <laughs> he literally had to be on like a ladder. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. What if he was doing work in his bathroom and he really did fall on it in the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. He didn't fall on it. That is my trauma-informed care brain. (laughs) But he didn't didn't fall on it. Because when I told him that he needed to come up with something better before he made it to the next hospital. What did he uh, say? He he said, Okay. (laughs) sir that is not what happened (laughs) right he also didn't come up with a better story because he told the same thing to the nurse so there's some good stories for you guys well this was a good way to make people uncomfortable so i bet you were uncomfortable at some point during this conversation either Nurses have this conversation over dinner, so. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) While eating spaghetti. Well, if you want to contact us, you can get a hold of us at doimakeyouuncomfortable at gmail.com at doiuncomfortable or douncomfortable at Twitter. Douncomfortable at Twitter. And doimakeyouuncomfortable2015 on Instagram. And then if you do, I make you uncomfortable on Facebook. Do I make you uncomfortable on Facebook? And then if you are listening via Apple Podcasts, if you would go to our icon, scroll down and give us five stars, you can comment, you can say whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. But the more ratings that we have, the higher up we go on the list. So if you would do that, we would like to get more listeners. So thank you for listening. And yes, we, and Morgan has to go to bed. It's time for my bedtime. <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> and we will talk to you soon. Have a Thanks. good evening or day or day or morning or middle listening. of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.